When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are live. Let's go ahead and get this uh, intro going. You are now listening to TDL on silverandblackpride.com. This play used to be run with 100 rugs, and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Ripper on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay? Guy, you see the ball is out here. He's breaking on the ball. Mm, I think if he got a little closer... All right, everybody, we are back. It is Taped on Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. Uh, we are back today. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Also, you know, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at mholder95 for Matt and at the Mark John NFL for me. Leave a comment if you want to leave a comment. Leave a comment if you dislike it as well. I'm sure we get some car battles inside the comments today. So definitely some uh, deep diving car debates in there. But, you know, the Raiders are coming off a uh, 16-14 win over the Browns. Uh, you know, Josh DeBoe can now tweet that he's 23-15. and 15. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline against teams that are 20, 20 points. I'm, I'm sure I mean, he had that tweet ready. I know he did. He had that tweet. He was just ready to do that. He's ready to go 22 and 16. He was ready to tweet that out. Uh, but, you know, Derek Carr ended up leading a game-winning drive for that, and the Raiders snuck out. Mr. Sniper, Daniel Carson, uh, showed why he was worth all the money with an easy kick. I thought it was kind of dumb to call timeout, giving a kicker like that uh, two kicks. I thought that was dumb. But, um, yeah, I mean – Defense played a good game. They had that that, uh, that really bad drive, um, but they controlled Nick Chubb most of the game, and they were able to control that offense. So they had a good performance. Um, I think one of their better better performances of the year. I just think you know the offense got to the point where they're like, you know, we, let's let's kill them instead of just trying to go home. And yeah. I think that's really messed up a little bit. They, they got into like kill mode, like especially when they're up thirteen to seven. I know you I know you missed the first half, but the second half. I know you caught that. I mean, when they went yeah. up 13 to seven and they wanted to try to chuck the ball 50 yards down the field, I'm like, come on, bro. Do you have any feel? But go ahead. What's your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were kind of talking about in the pregame. Hard to take too much away from a, a game with all the circumstances playing like two thirds of the Browns. Uh, but I mean, a win's a win and handle the situation better than anybody else. I think that's the biggest thing to take away from as far as, you know, moving forward and leadership and all that good stuff is handle the adversity, handled all the crap that came with the, the week, all the, the changing of the game and, ended up getting a road W that, I mean, now they're, now they're still around floating around like the cockroach. I keep calling them the playoff cockroach won't die uh, sick around. But yeah, I mean, like you said, felt like it was disappointing by the offense. Like, like we're talking about, like you said, uh, second half, just 
bomb after bomb, not connecting, not uh, not hitting on their plays. And then, I mean, what was it again? I think it was in the second half that set up one of their touchdowns, the the strip sack by the Joker. Um, I mean, defense again. I mean, fourteen points did what they needed to do. Offense was just enough, sixteen. But yeah, you're not going to win many ball games with sixteen points. And what we were talking about before, you got a couple teams that like to run the ball coming up. Uh, yeah. Um, similar types of game, similar type of game next week with the Broncos. So, yeah, I mean, they got a similar type of game next week with the Broncos. Um, you know, another running team that, you know, they got Drew Locke playing and Drew Locke's not going to be safe for the football like Nick Mullins. So hopefully they got to make some plays too and the ball's in the air for next week. But, you know, I, I want to talk about the offense a, a little bit more too, because I, I really feel like when, you, when you're up 10 0, right? Yeah. And, you know, you have a team that can't move the football on the other side of the ball. I mean, you just can't keep calling deep shots, too, in my opinion. I think you got you have to try to have a little bit of feel for the game and then kind yeah. of play a little bit more ball control and make them, you know, have to go down the field. And then you got, you know, Derek Carr trying to make a play when he shouldn't try to make a play. And just, he could he just check it down to Peyton Barber, which is a smart play. And then he fumbles. Right. And then they, it's 10 to 7. You know what I mean? And then and then when you go up 13 to 7, they want to chuck the ball 50 yards down the field to Zay Jones and he can't find the ball in the air. And then it's second and 10 and then it's third and 13. So uh, I think the, I think they they man, they didn't manage the game well. I think um, to your point, there's like yeah. one thing, that, and I, I actually thought of you when I saw this. It was like uh, I think Carr might end up rolling out, but Kurt Warner pointed it out where like he tries to throw it to Zay Jones. They don't connect on a deeper route, and he had Hunter Renfro open underneath uh, for the first down. And it's like yeah, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh, Marcus is gonna love this one. Marcus is gonna sit there and complain about everybody wanting Carr to throw deep and wanting Carr to be more aggressive. And there he has the check down for the first. That, he's gonna have a field day. Yeah, I, I hate when he does that stuff. And, you know, because, you know, playing quarterbacks about managing the game sometimes. So sometimes you just got to manage the game. And I think when you're in that type of situation, I don't think you guys have to. I mean, it kind of kind of felt like they, they wanted to blow them out. They were like, OK, yeah. there's 10-0. Let's go, you know, beat these guys 30-0 to zero. instead of just trying to get out of that game 17-0, to zero, which I thought should have been the game plan after that. Like, let, let's play ball control. If we get to the 50 and we punt it to the 8, they're not going to go all the way down the field. Right? Um uh, that that's kind of how the game plan that I, I could I, I thought should have been that you know just manage the game hit that check down to Peyton yeah. Barber and there's no fumble and then you know maybe he misses it might be second and nine but it's okay they stay on schedule and then you get a punt from the fifty and then they might be on the eight or the ten and then you know they're backed up again so yeah and I feel like that's got to be like ego driven right because like the whole the way the whole week unfolded they were obviously not happy about the game being moved felt like they were slighted felt like the like you got will compton out there tweeting out uh no what is it what was it uh what would he say any oh any team anywhere not the browns whatever during the week when the game gets moved so felt like you're like you're talking about them wanting to wanting to blow them out was them wanting to send a message when it's like just like they were talking about on the broadcast like this is already a crazy game get in get out this is a you got you honestly got lucky with having the game rescheduled and as far as the weather goes like they were talking yeah. about saturday it was pouring rain yeah um, so but hey uh, i did i do want to give a shout out to peyton barber you know i, I mentioned yeah. him last week um he he's more decisive with trusting you know the offensive line and it was kind of funny once he started to get some runs i saw jacobs get a little bit more trusting you know, he, he wasn't bouncing as much once you saw peyton barber starting to get some runs and, you know, maybe Jacobs got a little more confidence in that offensive line. Maybe just, hey, maybe if I just run forward instead of trying to be Barry Sanders, which I'm not because I'm not that fast. <laughs> I run a 4-6, yeah. um, not a 4, whatever he wants to run. Um, so uh, if, if he if he just hits the hole, man, I, I really feel like this offensive line is not run blocking that bad. Um, 
you know, not as bad as they try to make it seem. But you know, I, I really feel like that if, if if he if he's more decisive, right, and just kind of get the four, get the five, instead of trying to hit the home run. So I don't know. I mean, I might push back on it a little bit. I feel like it's okay. I don't know. At least my first thought is like. Like I just keep looking back to like Brandon Parker just not like being able to touch somebody. Like there was there was one outside zone where it's like I feel like I can see what you're saying because it feels like right now like kind of what we talked about a lot with the Raiders' offensive line is like they'll get four guys that block well and then one that doesn't and it's someone else every other play. Yeah, like that's that's Brandon Parker or like or like John Simpson will like will uh, will whiff or whatever. Like they're just not getting that consistency consistent play where I think I like. I might disagree with you a little bit, but I definitely see where you're coming yeah. from. Of like, when Josh Jacobs goes down just downhill and stops trying to dance a little bit, I can see where you're talking about where he's just trying to bounce it too much. So yeah, yeah. shared blame, but yeah, I, I, I guess I just watched this line and I'm like, I think to myself, I'm like, I, I wouldn't want to run behind them anyway. They're coached terribly, right? <laughs> yeah, so you have to kind of get past that. They're coached terribly, so that that's kind of my thing with the offensive line too. Is like, I mean, with some of these guys, like you know, you look through the draft and there's some good linemen coming this year especially in the interior right and yeah we feel like you know some of those guys that are coming out like the dude from texas a&m he's really he, he looks like he's pretty good you know of course um tyler limbaugh from, you know that's that's one uh one of my draft clutches already oh yeah uh, so <laughs> you know it, you know it, i would not be mad if the raiders took him whatever they take him so um with those guys coming in the line you know you just want a good old line coach to come in and maybe coach some of these guys up they're already here because yeah. I really feel like they're just coached terribly. And then, you know, Andre James not snapping the ball on time and, you know, like snap the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's it's game feel with a lot of these guys. Like, you know you're in the game, right? I, I, I don't know. Maybe you can't hear. You can't hear him clapping. But, man, it's been about three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of what I'm talking about, too, is yeah. it's like – it's it, it it is like a lot of stuff. Like, when, when, like, you're talking about it and, like, I'm listening to myself, it's like – it's inexperience, like it's inconsistency. It's not getting a little things right. You know, where we talked about a couple of weeks ago, it's like, it's, it's inexperience, which, you know, you hope coaching kind of fit, like bridges that gap. But again, maybe, maybe they give them more time, but I don't know. Like you said, a lot of guys in the draft that uh, I'm going to be excited to watch. I'm going to be excited to see, because especially yeah. in the interior, that's usually where you can find those second and third rounds is where you can find uh, those gems. So I'm going to be excited to see what happens. Can be excited for mobile. Heading yeah. down there, so yeah, yeah, uh, definitely talked about that last week. You guys are definitely gonna be out in Mobile covering all those, uh, all that draft stuff, you know. But the, the Raiders, they're, they're trying to uh, keep us in the season. They're trying to keep us. They're kid. They won't quit, man. I, I, I gotta give it to them. They won't quit. One thing about Rich Passaccia is say whatever you want. This guy, he won't let the Raiders quit on him. Somehow, some way, they're gonna find. Yeah, him, yeah. Find yeah. a way to keep staying alive. Uh, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like. I, that's what the, the game feel it was this game for me, though, yeah. which kind of worries me. I mean, a lot of these games that they have later on, right, a lot, a lot of these plays later on, you know, that that's happening yeah. is going to be like these running teams. It's going to be ugly. I mean, they're not going to kill these next two teams. They're not going to kill the Broncos. They're not going to, like, no. you know, do what they did last time to them. Um, you know, even though Carr has a good well, Henry Ruggs was a Henry Ruggs was a big part of the, the game plan last time. I think that was one of his – he had, like, a couple – uh, like 50 yard bombs in that game, didn't he, or something like that? I think he had like yeah. three catches for like 100 something and a tud. And yeah. I mean, they have two good safeties that obviously having a guy like that can help them out, but yeah, it's, it's so. gonna be a whole, a, way more difficult for them to pass the football. They're gonna have to try to run the football again this week. I think that's got to be another focus. I mean, that's what you can do against the Broncos is run the football. So hopefully, they, they maintain that focus and you know, but. 
you know, I don't know what's going to happen going forward, man. I just hope yeah. I still try to get our hopes up and then well, you know, go I'm, face the Chargers. I was flipped around on the other uh, on the other side of the coin. Then the next two games, we got the uh, the Colts and the uh, the Broncos. Talking about the defense, I mean, did you see enough run defense wise where you're confident heading into those games, or feeling better? I should say because I mean, I feel like you still can't be confident against the Colts, but obviously the Broncos, especially without Bridgewater, got to imagine we're going to see a lot more of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I think they're going to have to have a a good day stopping those two. I mean, the Colts. I don't. I don't know about that. I, mean, I don't even know if they can. I, I mean, they're too. They're too small up front for the Colts. <laughs> I think yeah. Quentin Jefferson. I don't know who you're going to play. I mean, you might have to go sign somebody. And you got like some big dude that could come play real quick. I don't know. It's be a lot of Jonathan Hankins against the Colts. I know that Jonathan Hankins yeah. all day. I don't know. But the Broncos, on the other hand, I think they play good enough run defense. You know, Kurt Warner talked about how they're 28th in rush defense, but they're 16th in DVOA. So they're not bad. They're they're basically an average run defense, technically, right, based gotcha. on efficiency-wise and, like, stopping somebody. I think a lot of their rush, their total runs come from – I mean, they play, they play no contain. When they're playing a rushing quarterback, he just takes off at the time. Gotcha. So you got you know, all these quarterbacks that run, like, 80 yards against them and all these runs. It kind of adds to the rushing yards total. So I think against the run, they're average, right? And I think, you know, against a, like, a, a ultimate running team like the Colts, I don't know, it still might be a long day. But I think against a good run team against the Broncos, I think they can shut them down and make Drew Locke beat them, right? But, you know, it's, it's, I mean, to be honest, I mean, the offense, they, they got to they gotta stop playing so damn ugly, man. I just, it's like, get the football, stop fumbling, you know, yeah, make your blocks. Make your holes. I mean, I mean, basically, I don't know. You know, like it, it, I, I can talk about it, like everything, but you know, everything something goes wrong. They had a one good drive, first drive they go right down the field. I'm like, oh man, this looks nice, man. They're passing the ball, hitting, hitting second level passes, you know, hitting intermediate passes. Had a nice little fade to Brian Edwards. I'm like, oh okay, here we go. And then, uh, and then just went right back to the next drive is drops and fumbles. Yeah. But a referral, like I mean, they look they look like they're a three and thirteen team. That's just bothering. Yeah. And it, and it feels like there's never, it's never like all at once. It's like all, like again, all at different points of the game. Like that just like keep happening. It's like one thing or another. Like it's like I'd almost rather you guys just like get it all out in like one drive and then like let's just pick it back up and figure it out at the end. But that's just not yeah. the, the relax. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, when, when you go, when you go through, especially, I mean, that second drive, man, I feel like, okay, hey, hey, they're, they're going to the second drive. They're going to get there and they're going to make some plays, right? And then the, the yeah. Renfro fumble, Renfro, like gets the ball knocked out and goes all the, it wasn't Edwards, it was Edwards fumbles. The ball gets knocked all the way down, like it's third and 21. I was like, oh, man, are you guys three and 13? Or are you, like, are you guys trying <laughs> to make playoffs? Like, look, because the, like, the Lions game, they tried to get the, they tried to get the Cardinals that game so bad. They tried their hardest. The Cardinals didn't want to get them. Right, and I yeah. feel like that's what the Raiders did today. They, they feel like they're, and that's what four and twelve teams look like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. I mean, if we're talking about it, but they are still what two and six in the last eight. Is that is that the number? Right? Is that it, or am I off? Yeah. I mean, so like you're talking about they're playing like a three and thirteen team. Well, they, they I mean, the last and they got it are right. They kind of are, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, I mean that because that's the type of things that happen. You, a fumble that goes twenty yards. Yeah, back. that's the yeah. line stuff. Yeah, it, it's Jacks. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's this is this is what bad football teams do. Like you said, this they don't execute little things. Little can't things. put it together and drive killers. I mean, but I mean, they, they tried to kill the last drive with the hold. Like they tried, 
they tried. They tried to lose that game. That's what. That's when that happened. I was convinced it was going to lose. They were going to lose, and then Zay Jones, our hero, our hero Zay. I tell you, I slandered Zay so much. Um, You know, he had some bad tracking today. Uh, You know, I I still don't understand why he likes to dive. Uh, I mean, Zay, it's like like diving. CC when you play baseball, he's he's a long jump guy. You got to get out there. (laughs) See, when you're playing baseball, you're hitting that first base, man. They tell you to run through the base. They don't tell you to slide because it's longer. That's why you run through the throw. You run through it. Yeah. Well, I think, too, the one the one deep ball, though, I think to the, the like, just by watching Carlson's kick, like, if you yeah. watch Carlson's kick, it went, like, left goalpost to right on the first one. Mm-hmm. I think the wind what definitely was screwing with them a little bit today. It was still a little windy, wasn't it? Which was my thing. Like, why yeah. are we chucking it deep? Well, yeah. Again, yeah. To your point again, why are why are they bombing it away? That's good. Not know your point, but that's <laughs> why I feel like this offense is like trying to prove a point. You know, yeah. like who cares? Like, just let's just like, check the damn ball down, bro. Like, don't be more. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll um, see. Uh, you know, one thing they ought to learn on that last drive, though, though, was uh, let's uh, keep Zay in the intermediate. Level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's where he's that's where he does like what almost yeah. all of his work. It's like they they keep trying to replicate the the Ravens game week 1 where he they, he was wide open and Takar hit him. Yeah. Who, who, who even knows if he tracked that ball correctly? Who knows? We don't know. He's still wide open. <laughs> yeah. Who knows. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Uh Matt, you got any uh, last thoughts about this game? Anything, uh, anything just want to give another shout out to Daniel Carlson. Um okay. I mean, guys with money all year. Uh, had a, had a one rough stretch where he's missing some kicks, and then, I mean, well, this is what his third game winner of the year might get AFC Player of the Week once again or AFC Specialist of the Week once again. Yeah, Carlson coming through, cash money's back. Sorry about my dog working. Oh, you good, man? You good? You good? Uh, you know, yeah, the sniper man. Um, definitely, they definitely had a good day playing special teams. Um, actually, actually, I mean, Hunter Renfro, I think he had a couple fumbles. That I mean, I thought he had some good runs. He had some chances to have some good returns. He was. I think he saw green too much. He was fumbling the football. But uh, I, I thought what the fake the fake was good. And then, of course, he has some good punts. And I tell you, the best thing on this team is the, the punters, man, the punter and the kicker. Pro bowlers. Pro bowlers. Specialists. Right <laughs> Specialists, bro. This is Back. Al Davis special right there, man. Yeah. They released the Pro Bowlers today. Is that Were they both on it? Oh, no. I know. Cole was. I don't know about Carlson, but I know Cole, Cole was. was. Nice. Yeah, Back, Cole, in the day. Back to the Cole and Perryman? Yeah, Perryman too, yeah. Perryman made it. Okay. Damn, I, I kind of missed the days when the Raiders just had the Shane Leckler out there. That was, <laughs> that, was that was our Pro Bowl representative. Not that I'm hating. <laughs> that, that, that sounds too negative, but I just thought it was I thought it was hilarious when it's like, yep, that's our guy. Mm-hmm. That's our guy. We're three and thirteen every year, and we send our Pro Bowl to the Pro or our punter to the Pro Bowl every year. Yeah. I, I don't know. The Raiders might have two Pro Bowl, uh no, two Hall of Fame punters. I mean, that might be a thing, man. I don't know. We'll see. He's on the favorite, bro. He's, 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 he's a good, he's a damn, that was a damn good punter. That was. All right, guys. Uh, you know, uh, let's see if you got any questions here in the comments. See, anything. see uh, Kurt Warner said, Carr was at fault, blame the center on that one play. I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I, I think sometimes you, if you're in that situation and it's so loud, I think you have to kind of get into to the mode where you're not trying to change too much. But I mean, you want to get them into to the mode of, you know, you're seeing blitzes and stuff like that. But, you know, you got to make that happen. But I mean, the center has got to get that ball out because Ronnie Hudson gets the ball out. That's kind of how I feel about it. 
<laughs> Corey Lindsay, yeah. those dudes, they, get they, they don't care. They probably just snap at the car anyways. Like, even if he's like trying to, he's like clapping, just comes to, you know, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, yeah. I'll say this the fact that it's what week 15 and they're not on the same page with that, that's not a great, that's like not what you're hoping for. That's not a great sign. Again, when we're going back to the little things, like this, this should be down right now. That's kind of so. I guess if you take it, taking it from the look at the big picture, like they should have more chemistry with that. And that's on both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got anything else here? No. Yeah, Keyshawn Nixon. I thought he had, uh, he did play uh, slot corner. He got the start, which I thought was interesting over a week. I thought he played pretty well. Got some tackles there. Um, you know, Diablo. Ooh, did, did they get one? Diablo? Did they get one? Diablo's been a stud. I did my I did my dive on him on the a couple of weeks ago. He had a hell of a game against the run. He was a lot more physical and a lot stronger at the point of attack, being able to get off blocks than I thought he would be. And then he had another stop today, and then. Uh, Shout out to the guy who was in my mentions talking about how he doesn't want to see uh, stats on how good Divine Diablo's been. <laughs> you just want, just wins, want to man. throw that. In. I just want to throw that in there because well, now that they won and the def- the run defense was good, I just wanted to make sure I gave that guy a shout out so he got his, his, his time in. I, I hope now it's appropriate for me to tweet that. Okay, uh, I, I I see my my, my cousin uh, is in here, Aiden. He's in liquid ice. He's giving a shout out. He's in there. Uh, thoughts on Tyron Johnson getting some reps? as a deep threat, which I think is what they should do. I think they should give him some was reps. He act- I missed it. Was he active today or no? Yeah, he got a, he, he got was. a couple snaps. Uh, he got a couple snaps last week too. I, I think they I think they got to start giving him a chance. And like I said, move Zay into the intermediate where he actually does okay. He actually does okay there, right? We didn't have to track the ball in the air. So he does okay there. Um I, and I think get Tyron Johnson out there. I think they can he can become the deep threat because I, I think Deshaun Jackson, he can be hit or miss depending on the game. You know, he had a well, huge what's- drop today. I mean, what's the point of playing Deshaun Jackson at this point? Like, the guy's 35. You're not going to keep him around. I mean, okay, yeah, you're trying to make the playoffs, but the, he hasn't been an f- X factor. He hasn't been a positive. Like, the one positive game he had, yeah, he had a good game against the Cowboys. His other biggest catch was uh, ended up being a fumble. Like, what's the point of giving Deshaun Jackson reps over a guy like Tyron Johnson at this point? Like, I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, really see the upside of it. Yeah, because like, I mean, that guy a chance. Yeah, because one, he's younger. Jackson, 35. Yeah. And, and, you know, Jackson, he has, a, he has a calf injury. He's looked kind of slow ever since then. He hasn't, he doesn't, hasn't run the same speed as he had against the Cowboys. So, um, I mean, that calf injury is obviously bothering him a little bit. And he's 35, man. He's a little older. Um, so, all right. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we're good on that. Um, this is the last one. So this, uh, he asked about trust, Desmond Trufant. Does he trust Faison? Does Bradley trust Faison because it's one of his guys? You know, I would say yes to that. But, you know, I think Trufant might start getting some more reps later on here during the season, especially I don't think I don't think they can really trust face on, especially late in the game. He gave up like a, a lot of big plays. I don't think Desmond Trufant in a situational type of thing, which when you have these former Pro Bowl guys, I think that's the difference between them and the face uh, on is late in the game where they have to. I mean, he's not giving up the middle of the field like that to yeah. people jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And, you know, it, it's funny. I heard uh, other people talking about it when they were talking about, like, the Niners quarterback, quarterback situation. Like, they keep rolling out Josh Norman. They're like, we know Josh Norman's, like, basically the philosophy is, like, we know Josh Norman isn't good, but we know what we're going to get from Josh Norman. Mm-hmm. And, like, like that two-point with uh, Trufant, like, you know Trufant's going to have his limitations, but in the crunch time, he's going to be able to make a play for you. Whereas right now, like, 
literally every team's game plan is just we're going to target whoever is Brandon face on his cover. Like they don't even, I don't even think they look Casey Hayward's way right now. It's like, and it's not like, I wish I could say it's like just like been the last week or like a couple bad games or anything, but it's literally been like a common theme basically since the bye week that teams are just targeting the hell out of him. And he's, uh, I mean, he'll make, he'll get a couple of pass breakups. Like he probably still leads the team in pass breakups, but that's because partially because he gets targeted so damn much. Yeah. I mean, got beat by people's Jones on the drop. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I think that's about it guys. Um, appreciate you guys listening and coming through watching us, uh, you know, um, taking out the stream, me and Matt, uh, no, BD's not here. Uh, he couldn't make it. I think he said he's being stuck in traffic trying to get out, get out here with the game. I mean, it's the Browns fault. Why BD's not here. Let's just say that it's the Browns <laughs> fault. Uh, their COVID outbreak is why BD's not on this, uh, the show today. But we held it down. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, you know, we're, we're getting through the season. I, I don't know how this team got the seven wins, but we're here. We're at the seven win spot. We're figuring it out, and uh, we're, we're 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 making it happen here at Silver Black Pride and Tate Don't Lie. So guys, make sure you guys subscribe. Make sure you guys check out uh, Matt's podcast too. Uh, you know, make sure he's gonna you know do some interviews for the Broncos. We're getting uh, you know getting ready for that, and of course. Like I said, we're getting ready for the senior bowl too, guys. So we'll be ready for the draft and all that good stuff. All right. Uh, any last words? Yeah. That's about it, man. I'm just getting ready for getting ready for the offseason. Three more weeks. Um, let it, excited to get going. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Peace.